welcome to Life Happens Moving Forward. Today is a very special episode and to help me introduce today's episode, I have my brother-in-law, Philip Delgado. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Phil. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good, good. So, um, I had the privilege of interviewing my little sister, Michelle, who is your wife. Yes. Uh, on a very special uh, a topic, the, the, the episode is called My Sister's Story. And you had a chance to actually preview it, right? I did, I did. Can you tell the listener how they will be blessed by hearing you? You know, this is a, a, a very, I was telling my wife, you know, that I wish this stuff was around when we were going through our story. And she's gonna tell her story, but mm. through our struggle, because it would've helped me, it would've blessed me. Um, so I think initially, you know, when you asked Michelle, not that I was hesitant, it's just we never, you know, shared, you know, with others, you know, our story, yeah. you know, um, but I, I, I think, you know, it's time now or it's been time mm-hmm. and I really think this is going to bless people. I don't want to, it's part of our testimony. I don't want to hold on to what God's done and not share it. Amen. And I believe this will truly bless those of you that are listening, listening who share a similar story or, or you know, um, who, who just happen to listen. I believe this, this will bless you and ultimately show God's goodness and grace and mercy and love. Uh, I, I believe we're, a, you know, a reflection of, you know, who Jesus is, if I can say that. Amen. Um, or what Jesus does, right? He forgives, right. he restores, he loves, he delivers and performs miracles. Um, I believe, I'm sure my, my wife would say, our life, our marriage um, is a miracle. We have two wonderful kids. I'm sure she'll tell you more about that soon right now. <laughs> but uh, our, our story is really a miracle. And I'm grateful to God. And I'm happy to introduce my beautiful wife, Michelle. I pray that you all are blessed by this. Amen. Thanks, Phil, for hopping on for just a minute just to talk about how people are truly going to be blessed. It's interesting because when Michelle and I were recording this episode, I think within like 24, 48 hours, a couple of instances came up, Phil, where um, I knew, oh my gosh, if if they could just hear my sister's story, that might help them before making that tough decision. And so I hope that if you're out there listening, that you are encouraged. So let's get right to this episode with my little sister, Michelle. Thanks for joining, Phil. God bless you guys. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to have today's guest with me, and it is my little sister. And actually, today's interview is taking place face-to-face. All the other interviews that I've done so far have been remote and people that are actually three hours ahead. So you can imagine time zone conflict, right? But we've made it work. But I'm excited because um, I asked my sister if she wouldn't mind sharing her story. As you can tell, the title of this episode is called My Sister's Story. So I'm going to introduce my sister and I would like for her to share with you guys a little bit about herself and what she does and her family. I love them dearly. And so help me welcome my sister, Michelle Delgado. She is my baby sister. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Phil. Thanks oh. for having me. <laughs> Thanks for accepting the invitation. I'm happy to have this time with you. Yes, yes, yes. And we might as well just let people know that we're actually recording in the car (laughs) but I'm really happy about it though because a lot of our you know a lot of our 
conversations happen in the car as mm-hmm. sisters, mm-hmm. as girlfriends, that late night drive, that, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in the driveway. I just need some peace kind of quiet time. It's a good place. It's a safe place. Yes, that's right. And it's soundproof. <laughs> it's soundproof. <laughs> some of you guys might know I sometimes post of a little girl and that's my sister's daughter, Amada. So she wanted to be a part of this interview and we had to just tell her next time, not this one. We had to go to the car. <laughs> so we're here in the car recording. Hopefully you guys don't mind. But um, Michelle, before we get started, would you like giving the listener a little bit of a introduction or background, a little bit of a background so they can get to know who you are? Hi, listeners. Um, thanks for actually just listening. Um, my sister Sylvia asked, like, are you nervous? Don't be nervous. And I'm like, honestly, I'm excited to share today or whenever you're listening. Um, just have an honest conversation, a transparent conversation, an encouraging conversation um, about my story. I am 32 years old. I'm a mom of two. I'm a wife of 12 years. I'm a sister of like 10 or 7 or something like that. <laughs> There's too <laughs> oh, many of us. Lot. I'm a cousin. I'm, I minister at my church. Um, I come from a big family. I work at home. I get to stay with my babies. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do, what you and your husband do? Um, and I also work with my husband, so we have our own business together. Um, he's more on the front front end. He's out and about during the days, and I'm at home behind the computer or on the phone with clients, and I sometimes get to get out and about. Um, we do real estate photography, uh, a lot of different services, but that's that's our I guess specialty. Yes. Um, we've been blessed. God's been carrying us through every year, every season, growing, and I'm I'm so grateful. And you guys also recently started a charity, right? We did. We started Supita Kitchen. Um, it was a burden in my husband's heart. He shared with me, and it's been a passion of ours ever since. Mm. Um, it took a lot of prayer, mm. a lot of um, research. There's actually a lot of hurdles to go through just to even start a legal nonprofit um, that has to deal with food. There's so many hoops to jump through, especially um, in this time of the pandemic, even more kind of, you know, I get not scrutiny, but geez, just difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, Supita Kitchen started. We had our first event back in April. Mm. Uh, We had such a wonderful time. It just put so much more fuel passion in our heart to keep going to grow and to serve uh so yeah yeah one thing i was thinking right now of all all of the things that you're describing about your present life what what your blessings are right now and where you are right now and i think to some of our listeners some of the people that might know michelle right now and and you and your family and your husband and your two beautiful kids that bring so much joy to my life. I have to remind you because mm. I tell you. But um, people might might see you, Michelle, and they might say, um, man, that's a beautiful family. Or they seem so successful. They 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 have their own business and they're a great. And this is just my observation. Sure. Because this is, you know, and we're going to we're going to work our way backwards a little bit, but mm. we're starting from. You know, you guys are presently so blessed and you are successful and you just started, like my sister was saying, they just launched a charity 
for me, that's big because you guys have a burden to feed people who don't have money necessarily or the warmth or the family or the company. So your pop-up kitchens are going to be such a huge blessing to people. And it's not just the homeless people, right? It's it's anybody who wants to come gather around you guys when you have these events and can have a meal on you guys on the charity and enjoy the company of people, right? Yeah, so Supita Kitchen is just neighbors loving neighbors. Mm. Um, anyone in need, anyone needing community, anyone needing support, uh, anyone needing a smile, a hug, a meal, um, just anyone in need, our, our neighbors. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. So one of the things that that I love is that a person might be listening and say, wow, that sounds like, like a great setting. That sounds like a great family. That, that sounds just like so beautiful and so wonderful, but we're going to, we're going to open up a little bit and, um, I'm going to give you the platform in just a minute, but before we do, if you don't mind, sis, I'm going to be saying a little prayer. I'll let you do the closing prayer if that's okay. You got it. (laughs) Just want to invite God into this conversation to, um, just be a blessing to whoever is going to listen to this podcast. So, Lord, we come before you right now. I thank you so much for this opportunity to talk with my sister today, Lord. We invite your presence into this car right now as we conduct this interview, this one-on-one, my sister and I, and just opening up. And as she shares her testimony and as she shares the hope that she found in you, Lord, in the very difficult time, I pray that whoever is listening today, dear God, that they would find encouragement, that they would open their heart to just see that there is hope out there and that hope is found in you, Lord. And so we just Amen. thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, sis, so I'm going to give you the mic, <laughs> technically. Yeah. And um, whatever you... Mic, there you over. go. I'm going to hand it over. <laughs> Where's my paperclip? There you go. Um, but if you don't mind sharing some or whatever is in your heart yeah. about... Uh, Happy to. Yes. Okay. So um, you were sharing, you know, how we were talking about my blessings. Obviously, when you introduce someone, you highlight the good things that they have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this conversation, I'd like to share a season in my life when things were not going on at all. No good was going on. No happiness was had. No peace was felt. No joy was felt. Um, It's just a lot of, I guess, fear, despair, confusion. A season of... Um, just a lack of faith, lack of hope, so much unbelief in myself, in God, in my marriage, in my spouse. Um, so a few seasons ago, years ago, um, I found myself young, uh, stressed out, overloaded, over, over... I overthought a lot of things, I guess. I let a lot of doubt and fear and disappointment drift me away uh, from God, from my husband, from even my family. I was 
overworking. I was overloading myself with, um, I guess, just unnecessary things, whether it was whatever it was at the time. Mm. Um, and it just built up wedges and walls in my heart, in my mind. And in that season, I started to believe that, yeah, Michelle, no, this isn't going to work out. And yeah, Michelle, no, no, you're not a priority to anyone's life, not to your husband, not to your church, not to your ministry. Um, no, Michelle, you're never going to uh, find true happiness. No, Michelle, you're never going to find real peace. No, Michelle, you're never really going to heal from past hurts. No, Michelle, uh, too many people know where you come from. No, Michelle, um, you've made too many mistakes and you just can't erase the past. Mm. Uh, no, Michelle, everything's going to come back and haunt you. No, Michelle, um, you're just not good enough. There's no true happy ending. True joy is just in those rom-coms, those movies that we watch when we're younger. Uh, you're never going to heal from your daddy issues. Mm. And, um, you know, that's just it, Michelle. Those are realities, and that's just never going to change. Wow. And so I believed every single one. And um, it drove a wedge between my husband and I. I was, We were young, married, um, strenuous times. He wasn't working in this season. Oh, wow. Um, we had just moved out of my parents' place. Um, it was a long drought of trying to exercise faith, and I just didn't anymore. I was tired of exercising faith. I was tired of believing what everybody said was, you know, oh, oh the good is just around the corner, or, oh, this is just a season, mm -hmm. or, oh, but God can. And I was just, I was tired. I lacked faith. I lacked wisdom. I I was just you were done. I was I was Or were you done? I I'm just curious. I I mean not done but just I felt like I was really really I guess feeding my fears. Yeah. I was really leaning in towards Oh, well, yeah, I was just believing everything that the enemy said about me. Mm. Everything that the world said about me, about my young marriage, mm. about my past hurts, my mm. past uh, mistakes, my past um, upbringing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I believed it all mm. because it was easier to believe it all at that time mm -hmm. than to continue to exercise faith, to continue mm. to uh, seek the Lord and his word and his promises for my life. It was yeah. easier to give in to what the world said about me, what the enemy said about me, what I had already known. Yes, everything that the enemy was pointing his fingers at me was true. I had past mistakes. I had past hurt. I did get married young. Um, uh, I'm not going to have a fairy tale ending. You're going to have to work for the rest of your life. You're never going to have peace. All these negative things that the world says about a young married couple, a young woman coming from a divorced uh, home or background, having daddy issues, um, having been through uh, different hurts. Can I ask you something? Yeah, go for it. Um, hearing a lot of, um, and the truth is, even just what you're going to share today, I'm, I'm, I anticipate hearing from your heart because 
um, during that season, I, I'm trying to remember what was going on in my life. I probably had my own things going on where I'm trying to remember like the season that you were in, like, where was I? Well, where, you know, as sisters, you know, we try to be there for each other, but can I, can I ask you if, would you say there was any discontentment in your life at that time? Cause as young wives, you know, sometimes it can be said that anybody, whether male or female, when and it's usually women, because you know sometimes we we want that fairy tale wedding or fairy tale ending, but we don't we don't see that it's possible. But would you say that discontentment, like, what do you think started that whole little spiraling thing? Aside from you saying, you know, the past and or you feeling like you know what what ignited that little negative? Um, what started that? Would you say discontentment had anything to do with it? Um, cause I found, I think for me, sis, I've, I've found in, in, in my t- in times in my life growing, you know, growing up when I've been discontent is when I've been most disgruntled. It's when I've had those pity parters. And in other words, when I've not been grateful for things in my life, instead of being grateful, I'd, I was discontent about things. And so then I would start picking at like a little wound, like, Oh my God, it's bigger than it really was. So did discontentment, I'm curious, did it play a role at all in in this season of your life um yeah I was discontent with being stuck in a little um apartment I was Mm. discontent with um stressing over bills stressing over ministry um finances I was Mm. discontent with um I think uh, back then things were extremely tight Mm. extremely tight Financial, so uh, financial. financial. Okay. I think it was financial stress. Um, I felt at the time I felt like it was weird. Like like my my husband and I were just on different pages. Like mm. yeah, I, I felt like there was a huge space between us, mm. um, and I and just lack of communication, lack of being able to connect lack of really being surrendered to one another before Mm -hmm. God. Like I just, I I didn't feel, I felt lonely in my space. Mm. Um, but it was really just a disconnection between my husband and I, Mm. um, me and God. I just felt really, I don't know, overloaded with, with disappointment Mm. and, and, stress and Did fear. Did you feel any kind of burnout? Because you said like you had um, a lot on your plate at that time. Yeah, I was just yeah, burnout, I mean I just felt I just felt I don't know if if, if I can describe it mm-hmm. like, if I, like if I was disappearing like my strength was disappearing. Wow. Like, it, like, yeah, like, I was just disappearing. Like, I didn't put up a fight to say, mm. hey, Phil, we really need to connect on these issues. Or, hey, Phil, the bills. Or, hey, Phil, um, this is how I'm feeling. I just felt like I was just disappearing, mm-hmm. going on autopilot, mm-hmm. and believing everything uh, that the devil was serving up. Yeah. Like, okay. like you're going to go under and just go with the flow. Oh, 
Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like all these problems are just too big for you. So just You're so take a back seat. Yeah. Yeah. You're drowning. Just, just let go. it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that feeling like, okay, okay, like kind of like you're drifting away from the shore, like, mm-hmm. and there's not much you can do. And I wasn't fighting. I was just yeah. disconnected. And I didn't care because I felt like, like, like at, a, at the time, maybe my husband didn't care. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't care because it was less, less of a battle. Mm-hmm. It was easier to let go, to give, to, to give in, to believe yeah. the lies, to believe... Right what I thought was reality back yeah. then that, Oh no, your husband's really never going to be, um, the fairy tale that you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is going to be a hard life for you the rest of your life. And your marriage is just always going to be, um, not balanced and you're mm-hmm. just never really going to be happy. And, um, uh, you're too young. You can, you can, you know, just try again or just throw it all away. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and, and, um, so yeah, you, it was. Ugh. I remember talking um, to to Phil because um, he he he's another person that I like to. My brother in law, Michelle's husband, he's another um, person that I would I, a candidate for an interview that I'd love to do a session with. Um, and I think we were kind of talking the other day, and either he or you told me, but you guys said like, yeah, our marriage was headed for divorce. Our yeah. marriage was headed for divorce. And so our main focus today is, is I know you said, so I want to, I want to share that hope that is in God. And, you know, by all means, um, whatever you would like to share to somebody out there, because I, I've had people on this um, podcast, Michelle, and uh, they have been divorced, you know, unfortunately. And a lot of times people don't know, listeners, listeners don't know, because, you know, I've had somebody say, you know, what kind of light are you going to shed on the whole divorce thing? Like, what are you going to make it look appealing? And there's nothing appealing about divorce. It is devastating. Mm-hmm. You and I both know that because our parents divorced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were younger. so But still, you, our, our parents were divorced. That's the reality of our upbringing, you know. And we love both our parents and we mm-hmm. honor them both. But mm-hmm. that's the truth of, 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 our, of our story as young girls. But I've had people on here and they have gone through a divorce i've gone through a divorce but your marriage could have ended in divorce and but god and so that's where i would love for you to share some hope to people that might right now be facing that and they're literally literally hanging on by a thread so um this conversation so everything everything that i've shared um in this last i don't know how long we've been talking five ten minutes um there, I mean, there's a lot more, right? I'm not, but I'm not here. Obviously, we're not here to share details or if you're here for for scandal, <laughs> exit out because there's no scandal here. I'm only here to share yeah. the impossibilities that I was surrounded by, that I felt, that I believed, mm. but I chose God. I chose what God's word said for my life, what God's word said for my marriage, what God's word said about healing mm. and the power that, um, that, that, I, that God had in my life. Mm. Um, so if you're listening and you're facing impossibilities and you just think, 
nothing's ever going to change and nothing's going to get better. And you're always going to think like this and you're always going to feel one way or my spouse is always going to be this way. And my situation's never going to change. And, you know, they're stubborn and I'm stubborn and, uh, they make mistakes and I made mistakes and it's just, it's just never going to get better. And if you say to yourself, never, and no, and but, and it won't, all those impossibilities, all the lowest of low feelings, all the disconnection that you've felt, all of the hurt that you may have felt, or even the hurt that you may have caused, God still can. Amen. God still can. I remember being lost, confused, overtaken by fear, overtaken by doubt, just so much doubt against myself, like, Michelle, you're never going to change, and the way your feelings are never going to change, and your husband's never going to change, and things are just never going to get better, you guys were kids, like, just get over it, yeah, you married your best friend, but you're drifted away now, and people change, that's Mm -hmm. what the world, and girls my age that would say, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. you're still young, oh, yeah, you have your whole life to live, like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. I do have a whole life to live, Mm -hmm. And I can get back to that and it can be restored and people can change. Yeah. But so every time in that season, someone would encourage me like my sisters or my mom or my pastor. Um, I would say I would say things that people with doubt would say like, oh, yeah, I know God can heal my marriage. But, you know, well, how come people are still dying of cancer and how come God doesn't heal wow. them? I was just so immature in my, in my faith, so immature in, in how big God was. Mm -hmm. And there was one night my sister said to me, obviously I wasn't living close to God. I didn't, um, my part, my relationship with Christ wasn't my priority Mm -hmm. in that season. And one night my sister said to me, Michelle, you're going to go to hell. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay, I was going to say. She said, Michelle, you're going to go to hell. She was knocking on my door. I was living with my parents at the time. Wow. And I said to myself, like, <gasps> at first my heart dropped, like, who does she think she is? <laughs> and then, honestly, so, like, that whole night I couldn't sleep, like, not just what my situation was, but just that I was wow. so far from the Lord mm. and my faith in him. Like my pastor asked me in that season, um, and I don't think he'd mind sharing. He remind me sharing, but he asked me in that season, he said, Michelle, you don't have faith that God will heal your marriage. And I said, no. Wow. And I was just, I was just tired of yeah. fighting. I had oh, so many walls, honest. walls put up and yeah. I was just afraid. I was afraid to say yes. And then, oh, we try to work on everything. And then, boom, Mm. two months later, we're back to where we are, you know. That could be exhausting. Um, Yeah. FYI. Yeah. So so he asked me. Wow. In one of our counseling sessions. And I'm I'm, I'm so grateful for that. He even put up with me. Mm. Um, But he said, you don't have faith. And I said, no. Mm. And thinking back now, I feel like I just slap that girl but there's times when people just don't have faith yeah because one because they don't have faith two because it's the easy way out yeah and they don't want to fight and it's easier to turn the page to throw that book away trash it okay get a new book and and start a new page um 
And so I said no. And then he said, Michelle, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm. And I thought, well, shoot, like, okay, this isn't just me about me and Phil and being young married and being under all this Mm. stress and junk. Like, it's about me and God. My relationship, if it's not right with God, how is it going to be right with with my husband, with a marriage, with a covenant that I made? Mm -hmm. Um, So that set in the words that my sister said started setting in my mom when I told that to my mom oh sometimes you know well yeah God can heal my marriage but um well well, how come there are people still you know God can do anything mom Mm -hmm. yeah God can do anything and it was just Mm -hmm. me in my frustration I was a young dumb girl being tired of people preaching to me all the time that oh but God can do anything and at that time I felt I was so stuck in all of my impossibilities I just don't want to hear anybody tell me anymore God can do anything don't tell me that Mm -hmm. because it's not like God can do anything oh boom magic genie and you have a happy life yeah you don't it doesn't work like that so I was tired of hearing that and I was calloused my heart was so calloused Mm-hmm. Um, trying to have conversations with Phil, like how things could get better, how we could change. And then we work on things and things don't change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, my mom told me, I love my mom. I'm so grateful. And I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I can't imagine a life without a Carmen. That's right. <laughs> I can't imagine life without a Carmen. Um, sorry. If you have a wonderful, godly mother, hug her and kiss her yes. and apologize to her for every time that you ever gave her attitude. <laughs> um, Amen. Because I do. I feel like I do that every time I see my mom, especially now that I'm a mom. Oh, yeah. Um, so she said, Michelle, you have to allow God mm-hmm. to heal your marriage. If I don't allow him to do it, mm-hmm. he won't do it. He stands at the door and he knocks. Yeah, a gentleman. Um, and... If I just continued to choose to walk away from my marriage, well, yeah, then that's my choice. He allows me to make that choice. Yeah. He allows me to make a choice to serve him, to have a relationship with him, to choose to believe in him. Yeah. And I had to choose. Am I going to choose to work on this marriage? Mm. Am I going to choose to better my relationship with Christ, to understand his love better mm. so that I could love a spouse better? Wow. Um. Am I going to choose to work on myself? Mm-hmm. Because obviously a relationship is 50-50. Yeah. Um, and, and everything that I could point my finger at Phil at, he could point his, you know, toes and fingers and yeah. elbows at me, right. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so was I going to allow myself to surrender to God's will for my life? Mm. Was I going to choose the victory? Basically. Mm-hmm. And I understand mm-hmm. not everybody's situation is the same. Right, right. Um, but I had to allow God to work in my life. Or was I just going to keep up all my walls and barriers and unbelief and disappointment and hurts and, you know, all of the things that I had in my heart at the time? Mm-hmm. Um, or was I going to choose? Choose victory. For me, it was choosing victory. I see that now. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was just choosing to have hope. Mm-hmm. Choosing to have faith one foot in front of the other yeah. one day at a time that yeah. okay tomorrow to tomorrow doesn't have to be like today and it can get better and it can get better and then i could start to soften my heart towards like 
you know, cause I, I mentioned before, like my heart was so calloused by everybody's positivity. Like, mm-hmm. no, like you don't feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. You don't understand my thoughts. You don't understand my hurts. You don't understand my offenses. You don't understand how the past, you know, seasons have gone. You don't mm-hmm. see that. You just want to yeah. tell me, oh, but God can. But at the time, like I was over that. Like, no, give me something real. Like, make people change. Make me change. Make my my mind change, God. Like, overnight, I want to wake up, and I want to have a different heart, and I want to have right, a different mind. Right. I was so done. Yeah. I was so done with confusion. I was so done with hurt. And I had to choose for myself. I had to put in the work. Just like I, I let things happen. Mm. I took the back seat to what mm. the enemy told me what was going to happen with mm. my life. Or the statistics of, you know, young marriage. Right. Um, just like I allowed myself to drift away, I had to determine in my heart that... You were going to fight I was going to fight. And it was yeah. only because... It was only because I had a husband mm-hmm. that was a praying husband. Mm. It was only because I had a family that was a praying family. It was only because I have a pastoral family that was a praying family that mm. that stood in the gap for you. During stood that, in the gap for me. That dry season. That sure. um, that was patient with me because I was stubborn. I was calloused. Mm. Um, my husband was. My husband was um, strong when I wasn't. He was patient when I wasn't. He was soft with his words when I wasn't. When I wasn't, he was, and I'm I'm grateful for that. He wasn't perfect. Um, but... I'm grateful that he continued to pursue me when it did not want to be pursued. Mm. Mm. And I know that it was only God's love for him that gave him strength. Yeah. The love that God put in his heart for me that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to allow my walls to come back down. To my husband. God used my husband to love me. Did you feel God's unconditionally. love for your husband? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I felt there's conversations that I could have with my husband that um, I don't. If he wasn't close to the Lord, I don't think that we could have. Wow. Um, if he wasn't close to the Lord, he wouldn't have had patience with me. Yeah. Pursued me for so long from pushing him away mm. to telling him the lies that I was believing that, you know, it was never going to work out. We're just never really going to be happy. We just grew apart and wow. all the unbelief I told him and he pushed through that and it hurt him. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. That's got to hurt somebody hearing you, somebody telling you, hearing somebody tell you that. So, I mean, yeah. Um, God gave me a gift in my husband. He really did. He gave me a gift in my husband. And um, he's my best friend. I'm happy to tell you years later. Um, 
that he's my best friend. I love him. We're not perfect people. But we work together to to move forward. Mm -hmm. To push through. To to uh to stay on track. Mm. To say, okay, you know what? Where you lack, I'm gonna fill in and I'm gonna pull you up and bring you up. And mm. when you're tired, I'm gonna lift you up and mm -hmm. and um I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the character that my husband has, for the love that he has, for the passion that he has for the compassion that he has. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I, I don't know if we jumped, jumped places, but I ultimately I want to share with you that if you're in that place of complete disbelief, lacking faith, lacking strength, spiritual strength, lacking vision past your situation, lacking vision past your desperation, your loneliness, your hurts, mm. your mistakes. Um, put one foot in front of the other spiritually mm. and say, Lord, today I'm going to trust you. I don't want to go back to tomorrow. I want to increase my belief in the victory that you have for me today, Lord. Equip me to clear my mind, to put my heart in your hands to repeat your word and your promises to me and what your word says about my life lord help me to look to you mm. to believe what you say about me the author and finisher of my faith of all my days lord you know me you created me lord help me to live in your purpose help me to be the gap to my spouse maybe your spouse is the one that's in that season. Mm. Um, be the gap like Phil was. Yeah. Stay connected to the Lord. Stay strong. Phil journaled. Phil prayed. Phil met with family. My family was close to him. He stayed serving in the church even when you guys were going through hard times. He you know? stayed yeah. faithful to God. Yeah. And I'm grateful. He stayed, he stayed busy to, to try to keep his mind right occupied and, and busy and, and, and things so that he wouldn't and I'm sure maybe we know if when when the time comes we can talk to Phil but um can you share a little bit of like does Phil like you know how how Phil dealt dealt with the negativity that you had initially um um were telling him like you know you were sharing no this is not gonna work or no I'm I'm done or no this like how did Phil deal with that? Aside from, like you're saying, being connected to the Lord. Um, I mean, I think that's a better question for Phil. But, <laughs> like, are you asking... To be continued. <laughs> no, are you asking, like, when, what was his reaction when he when I... Because you're telling the listener, you're saying... You're saying, if you're the one that... If there's a person out there that's that's was in is in Phil's position, you know. Oh God! Uh, of standing in the gap. Yes. Um. I mean, what, because it's, what he did. Just, just how he stayed, how he encouraged. Himself. He always He's, told you know, me, like, you know, I stay connected to my pastors. I stayed connected to my family. Mm. Um, he did occupy himself with 
like uh, church things, activities, staying yeah. involved, staying connected. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yep, that, that's, that answers the question. Sis, you know, I know a lot of times when I, there will be times when I see you hugging and kissing the babies, um, your kids and tears will be streaming down your eyes and sometimes I'll walk by and I'll and I'm just like I want to know what's going through your mind and a lot of times you'll just say I'm just so grateful to God and I don't know what crosses your mind but it's like I don't know maybe you can share with us you know but I don't know if it's sort of like I think to myself what if they never would have worked this out I can't just on a selfish level, I can't imagine my life without your your kids, mm-hmm. and 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 even just your family, your unit, like how it has impacted my life and so many people's lives. So I can't imagine if you, as my little sister, never would have, like you said, put one for, foot in front of the other and decided to push through, and ask God for help and allow Him to heal you and and just basically just work through that. It didn't happen overnight, right? No. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> it, yeah, no. Healing, um, healing is a process. Yeah. And you have to allow yourself to go through it. And sometimes there's breaking in that healing. Mm. There's you know cleaning of wounds, um, but you have to stay focused on the healing. And, and it might take a month. It might take three months. It might take a year. Mm. And there's still things that you choose to, to to pay attention to like red flags because you know you know what that caused me a wound last time that caught that gave me a scar and I'm not going to go back there but um a healing takes time so um yeah there will be times when I stare at my kids um where I'm sitting in the car with my husband where we're laughing where we're talking um about how we can encourage another young couple Mm. um and I'm incomplete um incomplete I'm completely grateful I'm in awe um because I as I was talking about all of my impossibilities a lot of other things I felt a lot of other things I've experienced Mm -hmm. um that God knows and I I think of all those things and it's like a blanket over all of the all the ugly that I felt, all of this good is covering that, mm. and it's 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 not washed away obviously because people don't forget, but yeah. you don't forget what the Lord has done with you for you. But um, I feel like the love that I have for my husband, the love that I have for my kids, mm. the love that I have for my home, um, my relationships with my children, I feel like it's all all a blanket of love and 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 nurturing over my hurts over my scars wow. and i i feel like god ah, god just loves me through these people Aww. and um it's continuous you know continually growing mm-hmm. learning um and and i'm i'm so grateful um, I wasn't supposed to have a happy home. I wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to have peace. 
wasn't supposed to have healthy, beautiful children. Mm. I wasn't supposed to have a wonderful husband, a marriage. It's not perfect, and not every day is Disneyland, but (laughs) we choose. We choose to say, okay, today was a bad day. Today was a bad week, Mm -hmm. even sometimes. Mm. But it's not worth throwing it away. It's never going to be worth throwing it away. There's always possibilities. Mm. And obviously... Everybody says, but God, you know, mm. nothing's too hard for God. Yeah. Don't let your heart be callous to the truth of yeah. God's word, of what God says about your life, mm. about the promise that he has for you. Because even though it's so far from what your situation might be right now, mm. you cannot change the word of God. It's mm. true. You That's can't right. change its power. It's there from beginning to end. What we have to do is just choose to apply it to our lives. Choose to believe what God has for me. Mm -hmm. Choose to claim the victory. Choose to rebuke the devil and say, no, I'm not going to believe that lie. No, no matter what mistakes. No, no matter what letdowns. No matter what hurts. I'm going to choose to focus on the joy. Mm -hmm. Choose to focus on the blessing. Choose to focus on the victory. Choose to work towards it. Don't believe what the enemy says about your marriage. Amen. Allow God to heal it. Choose healing. Choose to be that person in the gap. Yeah. Don't get tired. It might take months. It might take years or hopefully... You know, yeah. not years, but hopefully not years, but hopefully not years, but, but it is always going to take work. That. Yeah, it sure. is always going to take work. Yeah. It is always going to take you choosing joy mm-hmm. over your situation or yeah. over whatever um, that struggle is at the time. It is mm-hmm. going to take choosing that it is always going to do. You're always going to have to choose to say, no matter what, I'm here with you yeah. today, tomorrow for the days to come. Mm-hmm. We're going to work on whatever these issues are yeah. and we're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. How can I be? A better person, one, in my relationship with God, and yeah. two, in my relationship with, you know, my my spouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, listeners, um, what you've heard was that bottom line. I know me and my sister can get carried away with just talking <laughs> and having a conversation, but hopefully what you've heard was that Michelle was in a dark place. Michelle was in... A, a a fearful place, a lack of faith place, season, mm-hmm. um, in complete disbelief, broken, um, and confused mm-hmm. and weak spiritually. And um, all of the impossibilities that I thought of, I believed mm-hmm. that nothing was going to work. I wasn't going to be able to heal anything, my relationship with God, my relationship with my husband, my family, all of the impossibilities that I've faced and felt, I believed them for a season until people around me told me the truth about God's word. I have to allow God to work in my life. I can't reject him. If I reject him, then well, then yeah, things are always going to be the same. Yeah. And I'm gonna, if I'm going to try to work things out my own way, it's never going to work. Mm. Um, I have to choose 
God's will for my life. Two, I have to work at it every day. It's not just, okay, Lord, well, here's my life now. Make it better. Right, right. No, I have to work towards it. Yeah. Work towards that healing. Mm -hmm. When the hard times come, when the bad thoughts come, when the... Because obviously once you choose God's will, the enemy's not going to leave you alone. Yep, that opposition's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, so For sure. continually, continually choose to work towards victory, to yeah. work towards joy, choosing hope mm -hmm. and joy over fear and doubt, choosing Amen. God's word over the enemy's lies. Mm -hmm. And... Amen. And knowing that in your dark times, in your hard times, in, in those difficult seasons, sticking to God's word and what God's mm -hmm. word says about your situation mm -hmm. versus what society says about your situation mm -hmm. or friends around you or, you know, other relationships around you. Mm -hmm. Just because their relationships like that doesn't mean yours is going to be. Right. Um, that's right. Feed yourself hope. Feed yourself, you know, obviously God's word, but stay spiritually strong. Okay. It's, 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 it's the only way to fight your battles, obviously, mm. with God in prayer. Amen. Um, so, so with all my impossibilities that I faced... I can talk about them now because I feel like I see everything that God has done. And I am now one of those statistics of, but God. Mm. And I and everything that. was going in the opposite direction. I had divorce papers saved on my desktop, on my laptop. Um, I was just totally at my end. Yeah. But God. Yeah. But God can. And he did. I had to choose God's word for my life. I had to choose God's will for my life. I had to allow myself to surrender to what he had for me That's versus a big what word right everything there. I yeah. everything I told myself was going to happen in my life like well no well, yeah no it's too, you know what all all the all the unbelief that I had fed myself I I believed. Wow. And I had to one day surrender and say no. I, my life is not working out in my hands. I have to give it back to oh, the yeah, Lord. Yeah. I love that you're saying, I love that you are, I want to emphasize what you said. It's surrendering, you know, oh, yeah. um, because yes, we have the choice. Like you said, you had the choice to believe these lies. You had the choice to believe all these things that were up against you and believe in them as that was going to be your reality and your future and your forever. But you made the choice to trust God and you surrendered to the Lord. And, and I think so much happened even just in that moment of you surrendering to God and choosing every day to put one foot forward. And, you know, without faith, uh, it's, it's impossible to please the Lord and faith without works is dead. So right. you exercise that faith every day. And, and, and I'm obviously it's not a genie thing. We know that things take time, but you began to see God changing and fast forward to now again every single time that I see and y'all I just have to say I currently live with my sister Michelle I reside here with them for this season of my life and 
I'm not just saying it because you're here, sis. Like, I really, really need you to know. Because if the enemy ever wants to lie to you that, um, you know, whatever lies he wants to say, I, I want to publicly say that my little sister and her husband are goals for me. You know, I have very few couples that to me, I see them model something and I'm like, wow. Okay, so, you know, you sometimes you see different people and it's like, okay, that's dysfunction. I can think of situations in my life that were like, okay, that's dysfunction. That's not healthy. That wasn't right. But I see your dynamics at home, sis, on a day-to-day. And you don't ever try to portray like this perfect couple. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? But yet I see how you guys serve one another how you work as a team, how, you know, like you said, Phil's out on the front line, on the field, uh, shooting, doing photography and ministry, you're supportive, all these things. And truly, it's beautiful to see what God has done and has done for you guys. And I just can't imagine, sis, had you, had you not surrendered then? Had mm-hmm. you said no then? Had you, had you walked away forever? Wow. And, and and the impact that y'all are going to be doing and with Subita charity, like all the all the lives that you guys have impacted, God has impact impacted through your ministry, through your home, through your marriage, through your children, through you guys as a unit. So if you are listening out there, I hope that you can know that this girl sitting in front of me right now, young years younger than me, eleven years younger than me, my little sister. Um, was so kind enough to share her story of being in a season of drought and just so much despair and just probably not thinking that anything was worth fighting for Mm -hmm. but God but God and um her being transparent enough to share you know um this 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 season in her life that was a difficult time and in hopes that you guys out there whoever is listening if you're the spouse that is thinking of walking away because you just feel like it's just not worth it anymore. Or if you're the spouse that um, thinks things will never change. Yeah. You know, there's hope. Um, find people that can rally with uh, around you. Find yes. people that will will stand in the gap with you. Speak that will pray you. with you. That is will uh, That are willing to fast with you and intercede on your behalf. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. We believe that Michelle and I are, are my sisters. We've been raised in the Lord. But we each have our different stories of oh, yeah. different times where, you know, we weren't, we didn't have the best relationship with God, you know. Right. Uh, but anyhow, before we end this, would you mind saying a prayer over our listeners? And yeah. that God will just bless people out there. <clears throat> Lord, thank you for this time with my sister, um, for the for the privilege it is to know you, to be loved by you. Lord, I pray uh, for anyone listening, for anyone in that impossible season, for anyone with that hardened heart, that tired heart, for anyone that's ready to just say, Lord, I need a fresh page or a new start, help them to realize that it needs to start with you. Every decision, every emotion, every thought, every word, Lord, help it to be connected to you, seeking you, believing your word for their life. Strengthen them, Lord. 
Give them wisdom to filter out what the enemy says about them, Lord, but to believe and accept what you say about them. Despite their situation, you can, Lord. You can step in, Lord. Help them to surrender to your will for their life, Lord, for their victory, Jesus. Help our lives to bring you honor and glory, Lord. Help us to continually choose to fight for our marriages, to work towards our relationships with you, to love like you love, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, for continually, continuing to work in my life to allow me, Lord, to share what you've done and what you continue to do in my life. Lord, you know, you know me, God. Help whatever I've thought or or believed about myself at one time, Lord. Allow it to resonate with someone, God. All the impossibilities to know that there's healing, that there's joy, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, Lord. If we choose your way, if we choose your will, God. Strengthen that weary spouse, that weak spouse, God, that tired spouse, that confused spouse, Lord. Comfort them right now, God. Give them wisdom, give them peace, give them strength to trust in you. Put one foot in front of the other to be determined to protect their heart and their mind, God. Mm. I love you, Lord. Thank you for the victory that I have in you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Sissy. I appreciate just opening your heart. I'm, you. I'm happy to share. I'm happy to share. for tuning in to today's episode with my sister Michelle as she shared her story of how God restored and healed and has blessed them greatly. She said a key word there that I think sometimes is so difficult for a lot of us. I know for me it's not always easy and that's surrender. When she decided to surrender and give to God everything, all of her doubt, all of her fears, all the brokenness, But in return, God made something beautiful. So I pray today that you guys um, are encouraged. If there is anybody out there listening that has thought about getting a divorce or thinking that, you know, it's just not worth uh, salvaging this relationship, I pray that you hang in there and that you know that God can do the impossible. Amen. So. If you guys would like to get connected uh, to the charity work that my sister and her husband are heading, um, that they have founded, Supita Kitchen, I'm going to go ahead and tag them on the description of this episode. If you guys ever have any questions or would like to talk to them, they have made themselves available. That's very kind of them. Uh, To share more information or to encourage you guys one-on-one, they are willing and available. So... Feel free to reach out and I'm also going to tag their Instagram here. So you guys have a wonderful day. And as always, remember that God loves you and so do I. Have a wonderful day.